0: It's time for the Engaged Club, the podcast for club managers and operators that strive to create loyal and connected members, guests, and customers. Here are the two guys with the club management and digital marketing advice you need to realize your club's potential, Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Engaged Club podcast. I am Roger Kincaid. I am the marketing guy from Off Course Golf, and you can find our website and get in touch with uh,
0: with me at offcourse.golf. And I'm Jim Hope, and I'm the GM of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club. Uh, Mr. Kincaid, what's happening, sir? Well, Jim,
1: I, put, I want to put myself in the position of uh, a club manager who's trying to figure out strategic planning, a best way to go about navigating and and making sure that my strategic planning is uh, up to snuff. And so that is why I come to you at the top of the mountain and say, lay it on me, Jim Hope. What do I need to know? Well, it's
0: funny you would uh, say that because that's exactly what I was planning on talking about in this podcast, an overview of the strategic planning process. And most clubs probably have a strategic plan, most clubs would probably not be using their strategic plan. So we'll try and maybe even leave a couple of tips at the end for how to keep it alive. But, you know, we talk a lot about the governance process at our club and the governance challenges that we face. And one of the things that uh, we recognize that if we're going to have a board that is more strategic and more policy driven, uh, there needs to be a strategic plan for them to be able to focus on. Hard to have a strategic board if you don't have a strategy that's available to them. So I think it's imperative that all clubs uh, do a strategic plan only and only if you plan to incorporate it into the daily life of both you and your directors and your senior management team. If you're not going to do that if it's just going to sit in a shelf and collect dust then don't waste the money that uh, and they are expensive they can be expensive don't waste the money in doing it because you really aren't doing any of the service other than you can say to the members that I oh I ticked that box right we've done a strategic plan so if you're going to do one You know, it's going to be it's going to involve, uh, you know, you and your board, probably with a facilitator that's going to come in from the outside. And they're going to talk to you about your vision, your mission and your values. Uh, If you don't have a vision statement or a mission statement or a value statement, they're going to help you create one. And if you have one they're going to make sure that it's still relevant and current today and relevant and current to maybe who your what your brand is now because branding is something that is all is also part of the strategic planning process so they're going to make sure that 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 you have it uh you're living it it's important and you may even talk some strategies uh, during that discussions on how you can bring up more to life at your club, how you can bring the vision in front of your members more, how you can bring it in front of the senior management team more, how you can bring the mission statement in front of the, the frontline staff so that it becomes something that they uh, understand that they start to live. Because if you can, if you can uh, live your mission on a daily basis, then there's a really good chance you'll fulfill your vision, which of course is your longer term uh, look at where you want to be as a club. You know, you're going to want to include your value statement with that because it's imperative that you have a foundation, that you've got a foundation that uh, you live by, that um, you don't uh, waver from. That is the one thing that you um, uh, always go back to if you're wondering what the decision is going to be and you've got a difficult decision to make, you go back to your value statement to see and that'll answer for you what that decision is going to be. Now, uh, from that, you're going to walk through and do what used to be called a, a SWOT analysis, which was your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Um, still can do one of those, well, they, the SWOT analysis has been enhanced these days to become more of a SOAR, which is talks about strengths, opportunities, aspirations, and results. So you are analyzing sort of different aspects of the operation uh, today. Um, um, where you want to be, what opportunities or what challenges that you have in front of you. And and um, you also want to look at uh, if you're doing a SWAT, what those threats are out there that you need to be aware of it, and you might need to navigate by. And if you're doing a SOAR, the last thing you're going to look at is the results. So what are the measurables and what are the tangible outcomes that I'm looking for from the team in order to make sure that we're being successful? You know, it's going to lead you into doing a, a, an in-depth, uh, a long-term strategy uh, a survey with your members. You know, that's going to include food, and beverage, golf course and operations and manage and maintenance. You're going to look at your athletic operations if you're a club like ours or you have athletics at your club. And it's also going to you know, dive deeper into the demographics of your membership, both um, Uh, the membership as a whole and those that are answering the survey so that you're able to filter out some of your results based on that demographic information because depending upon who your new member is you may want to be able to filter down to the uh, members of that age and family makeup uh, who answered the survey to see what's important to them because that might be what's important to your club going forward as a focus for you and you know from that you're going to develop a list of priorities that you're then going to uh, probably filter through your long-range planning committee, and you're going to end up sending back to your members to say, "Hey, here's what we heard. Uh, were we right?" You might run some open houses after that, and some focus groups to make sure that you did hear that effectively. You might have run some focus groups before the survey to help develop the survey, and you recommission those those focus groups again to make sure did we hear you correctly. And then once you've got that, you're you're going to you know engage your long-range planning committee and say, "Hey, here's our here's our priorities that have come out from the members of the club." Uh, this isn't from the management team. This isn't from the board. This is from the members, and you'll charge with that long-range planning committee to develop an implement- implementation strategy, including you know how obviously at the end of the day, which is the most important of it all, how the hell are we going to pay for all of this? Because none of right. none of what none of what's going to be on that list is free. Um, there's going to be funds that are needed to do it. Sounds hard. It's time-consuming. You need to be diligent through it. Uh, It's easy to lay a very clear roadmap of what you want to do. You may have already done it, so you're just, uh, you know, maybe just doing parts of it again because you just need to uh, renew the, the strategic plan that you already have. But it's imperative if you're going to give yourself a foundation of where your club is headed. So, you know, we talked about, you know, the shotgun approach in marketing. Well, you don't want a shotgun approach in, you know, spending millions of dollars of your club to enhance the facilities for nobody because you didn't ask anybody what they wanted, you know. And instead, you're doing it for a small group of members who were influential at the club as opposed to the big group of members who use the club. So... You know, one of the things you want to do, and we talked at the beginning of this, was how do you keep it alive? It's great to do this, and then it's great to put it on a shelf and, and say that you've got it done, and you can tick the box. But the key is to keep it alive. And I think one of the best things ways to do that is to make sure that it's part of your board orientation and it's part of your, uh, uh, your board um, retreat that you do on an annual basis, that a good part of the day is spent on the strategic plan. Have an active and an engaged long-range planning committee who – uh, who report back to the board on a monthly basis as to what they're doing. Um, and even if you don't have the money or you haven't figured out how you're going to pay for some of the stuff, that still doesn't mean that you can't get that planning process in play to make sure that when the funds become available, you determine the best way for your members to pay for this or, or through you know new member acquisitions, or you know debt financing you're ready to go when you uh you know you're ready to implement immediately when you when you determine how you're going to do that um so put it on your board agenda i think that's the easiest way to keep it alive and make it a conversation point that you talk about at the board and often if you can get your board talking about the strategic plan uh, at the board meeting they'll spend less time talking about the operations of the club All right. I think I'm going to make everybody laugh cynically
1: here when I say this, but it does, from an outsider, Jim, uh, someone who's never done this at the club management level, it sounds to me like it also gives you something to really look forward to.
0: Yeah, that's a great point because we all want to build something. We want to build it better, right? Mm -hmm. We want to, I want to, when I leave the Derek club, I want it to be a better club physically than it was when I arrived. Um, and that's not meaning leaving a mark. It just means that I want to make sure that I, I've helped lead the club in a in a stronger place when I leave than it was when I started so that the future of the club is as as clear and as bright as it was when the day that I started. And a strategic plan does that for you. And and it does it with the support of the members, which is really important, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the better chance for them to buy in, especially if you're going to tell them it might cost them some money. And it's exciting as heck, and it's exciting for the management team as well because we get, it gets them out of the day-to-day operations and it gets them, allowing them to dream and, and aspire to be better in the areas uh, and make their areas of the club better as well. Man, fantastic stuff. I think that's a really
1: great checklist and and, and um, a, you know, a good opportunity for people to really dive back into their strategic planning process and, and make sure that they've got it right, that they can move forward from this point on on a good foot.
0: Yeah. And, you know, don't be afraid of it because you, you, you can't do this yourself. I mean, you can, um, but I don't think you're going to get the results that you really need. So, uh, you know, hire somebody, there's lots of great companies out there that can help you do this. Uh, You know, invest the resources, the financial resources you need to do it. Uh, It's not that daunting if you've got some professional help on your side.
1: Great stuff, Jim. As always, thank you so much. And thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Engage Club podcast. If you would like, please share it with your friends and anybody else that you can think of in the club business that could use this information really well for their club. And by all means, please, uh, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube. You're going to hear me asking uh, that a lot. So just go to EngageClub.com and hit that subscribe button uh, for our YouTube channel. Until next time, thanks for listening.
0: This has been the Engage Club podcast with Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with your fellow club managers and operators. Until next time, thanks for listening.